Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Boomer and Geo Coney alive for the Bills Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. So we were talking last week about Micah Parsons, who was being hounded by autograph seekers getting off the plane from Vegas. I guess he was out there for Super Bowl week, and then there was a bunch of people waiting for him as he was getting his bags, and he was taking pictures of them and complaining about it. And you said uh, that you understand his frustration, but. You know, there you don't need to take pictures of him and complain about it on social media. You could just sort of tell him politely, "No, now's not the time," and you've done that before, and and so on and so forth. So, fresh off of that, here is this story that TMZ had exclusive details and video with, where one of these autograph hound guys, who's an autograph dealer, who are the worst, and these guys have been around for a very, very long time. I remember going down to Port St. Lucie as a kid trying to get autographs that I would have and memories I would have and getting elbowed out of the way by some of these guys is like a 10-year-old. Be like, what the hell is going on, man? You're a grown man. What's happening? But this is their business, and they're aggressive with it. So Brees Hall is at one of these luggage carousels waiting to get his luggage, and he and he's being asked to sign by this autograph dealer, and he tells him no, and the guy starts getting aggressive and yelling at Brees Hall, and Brees Hall's just standing there, and he's smiling, and he's like, man, I can't, can't believe this is uh, happening. And guess who steps in? Hi, this is Carl Banks. And Carl Banks! Kill a Carl! There he was, stepped in, told the guy to, to beat it, kind of de-escalated the situation, and then all of a sudden, uh, things were okay. But, I mean, I can understand when... You need an autograph to make money, and this is the business that you chose, and you can get frustrated if someone says no. But, I mean, to then, like, aggressively go after the guy in his personal time, it's like, man. Well, I told you. Man. Like, they, they'll, they'll be outside of CBS waiting for us coming out of the NFL today. And, you know, after a long 12-hour day, a snowy, rainy night, and you're standing out there, and I'm like, listen, guys, sorry, man. You know, I'll sign a little bit in the morning when I get there, but I'm not doing it after a 12-hour day. I'm just sorry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I appreciate you guys are out here. And by the way, do you pay taxes or no? Because I pay taxes. Do you pay taxes? Probably not. <laughs> Wait, what? What do, you, what do you mean? They probably deal in cash. I'm going to guarantee it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I Now I know what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, it's just, it gets annoying at times. I un- I totally understand, but... See, Never get nasty with you, though, when uh, you say no? No, no, no. no. Most, most people, under- you know, they're there, and they're hoping to get you to sign, and, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm a big fan of yours. You know, all that stuff. Right. And who knows about the amount of stuff that gets sent here? 
Oh, my goodness. You know, so, I mean, it's you don't know who's sending it or where it's coming from. You try to get catch up every which way you can. But and at, at the end of the day, you know, I do have a deal like most guys do with an auction house that I can sit and go and sign 1,500 items. Yep. And and get it done in two hours, and and then people can get it that way if they want. All right, let me see. Boomer Esiason autograph right now. What could I get? All right, I could get I get a signed helmet, a Bengals old school signed helmet, full size speed rep speed rep helmet. How much do you think that's going for? Full uh, size Bengal helmet with your autograph on it. Four fifty? I don't know. One ninety nine. Wow. Two hundred bucks. There you go. Buy it there then. Two hundred bucks. Here's here's one here. Uh, Bengals Boomer Esiason. You got the uh, you got the MVP on there. This is a mini helmet though. This one's going for four thirty. Wow. Bengal helmet. So you know my foundation. We sell helmets out of there too. Yep. There's another one, another one with the eighty eight NFL MVP for six hundred. So if you want that one, you go get the you go get the two hundred. <laughs> here's a Jets football one thirty. With the autograph on it, so there you go. Maybe I'll get one of these things. Yeah. Maybe I'll buy one of those. Put it up in my bar. But do you understand why it's annoying? I No, I, I do. Um, I, I didn't love the fact that Micah Parsons was... Because some of them were kids, and there was do, a woman but there. You have, but you have to understand, they, the, those autograph people will use the kids. And, you know, that's a tough thing, too. But I also will say that social media makes this whole thing worse. Because, makes everything worse. Because this generation just goes right to social media and starts complaining about everything. Do you think that social media makes anything better? <laughs> like, let's think about that. There has to be something that it makes better. Anything? Keep in contact with people? No, I, th- I think that part of it's good. I think, you know, getting the word out about different things and promoting different things, that's good. But usually, you know, there's always going to be somebody. You could put something out. Like, I put this game was amazing last night. Uh, you know, 160,000 hockey fans showed up to watch hockey at the Meadowlands, meaning that Flyer fans, Devil fans, Islander fans, Ranger fans all, you know, went there. And it, it, as a hockey fan, it was I was proud to see it. Yeah. But then, you know, of course, the dimensions, uh, the Rags lost because the Batman wants them to win. I mean, the Rags won because the Batman wants them to win crap, you know, all that kind of idiocy that comes back at you. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? You know who does a, a real good job of, of not looking at mentions, apparently, um, are, are these golfers. Like, you ask any of them, they don't look at their, they have someone else run their Twitter accounts, their social media, they never look at it. Because they can't. Good for them. Because they're be so, their, their mind has to be so clear of that garbage. Like, there was the, uh, the story I told you with Kevin Kisner. He put out some tweet, like, responding to a Rex Chapman tweet at the height of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. And people were like all over him, and he. So what he did was he just like he was just scrolling through social media, right? He just tweets something back to Rex Chapman about this, and puts his phone down, goes plays around the golf, leaves his phone in the house. People are going crazy, yes. like to the point of like insane. Everybody's calling his phone, and one of the one of the guys from Barstool was friends with him. This guy Riggs calls him. He's like, "You have to pick up. You are getting canceled as we speak in live." You have to pick up your phone and delete the tweet. And finally, he got to his phone like four hours later. He's like, what? What What, happened? What what was the tweet that he said that was so offensive? You want me to go back and find it? I don't don't even know what it is. I mean, it was a a COVID thing. 
Was he like uh, was was he going against what Rex Chapman was saying? Yeah, I think right. he was. Yeah, I, I would think that would be the other side. So you're being canceled by the side that doesn't like you anyway. Yes. Uh, let me see. I'll go back. All right. Uh, Kevin Kisner apologizes for <laughs> Kevin Kisner. By the way, who's who's now doing uh, NBC commentary yes. for NBC Sports. All right. So, oh god. All right. So. Rex Chapman tweeted out, this is four years ago, by okay, the way. Okay, so let's put it in context. It's four years we're, ago. We're during the pandemic, right. right in the middle of the pandemic. What Rex wants everybody to get, what, five shots? Uh, so he, uh, Rex Chapman puts out, he goes, my friend's parents have died from COVID and COVID-related issues. My parents are in and out of the hospital. One of my kids tested positive for COVID today. Forgive me if I'm upset. Over 200,000 dead when the president told us six months ago <clears> we would be down to zero cases in a few days. And Kisner res- responded by saying, guess they couldn't follow the guidelines. And then just put his phone down and went away. And that somehow was the thing that got him killed. Well, I can understand. He's taking a shot at some people that have passed away. And it doesn't make a lot of sense to put that dopey commentary out. <laughs> right. right. But the and it's not. It's just the funny part about it. That, you know, none of the death is funny. The funny part about it is that this world, you could just, you could have a thought. And then nothing happens when you have a thought. You could say it to your buddy, nothing happens. He just decided to put that thought out there, and his entire career almost came to a halt because of that. Because he put his phone down and went went away. Yeah. You know? Well, but what was he going to say to stop the avalanche of... Well, he ended up apologizing oh, okay. and the whole thing and right. know, whatever else. Okay. You know? So here we are four years later, and he's doing NBC Golf. Right. Which okay. is great. Great, yeah. I'm, cl- I'm glad that one little silly response tweet to something didn't end his career, right? Yes. That's the stuff we like to see. Uh, let's go to Mike in West Islip. What's going on, Mike? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, man. What's up? So I got some boar's head information for you, Boomer. Okay. My father used to own a deli for 30 years in, um, on Long Island, and I'm, I worked in his store, and I also worked on the boar's head truck. So you are correct when you say that it takes millions to own one of these routes. Yep. And it all stays within the family, so they're very tough to get a hold of. But what's made these guys very, very successful now is the stopping shops. Mm. Because they used to only deliver to independent delis. And then once they started going to the King Collins and the stopping shops, that's when they made a lot of money. And as by the way, it's the best product in its in its uh, category. category. You know that, of course. Oh, agreed, 100%. Oh, it's the Rolls Royce of cold cuts. Yeah, I, I do know. We know people here that are obviously marketing people from uh, Boar's Head, but I know family members. So, Yes, and they also, if you wanted to... Like my father and his friends would open up the stores. You can't just go to a bank and say, hey, listen, I want to open a deli because it's highly risky. So the board said guys sometimes would be your finance guy. Yes. So, they can, so they're involved with a lot of the deli business. They get it. They understand it. Yeah. Yep. And, I, and, guys. I, and I told Brian that. But I said, you know, Brian, I would I would be more than happy to help you. But what's in it for me? Right. Exactly. I mean, am I going to charge you 10% and the big? What are, what are we doing here? <laughs> Right, you just, uh, I'm not into the handout situation here. We no, I mean, work hard, uh, we could help you out. Right. But I'm not. We the... could become partners in some way, shape, or form. By the way, did you see there's a Wegmans finally coming to Long Island? Isn't that wonderful? That is a huge deal. Huge deal. Where's it going? In Lake Grove. Everything seems to happen in Lake Grove. It is true. It's over there, like Smith Haven Mall, and everything just sort it's of a lot of space over there. A lot of space over there. A lot of things going out of business and things. Yeah, like into uh, the place Whole Foods, Lake Grove, you know, Trader Joe's, uh, Lake Grove. Yeah, but like, Wegmans, like, Lake Grove, Chick Fil A, Lake Grove. Ever since Sears, Macy's, J.C. Penney, 
All these companies, you know, basically went by the wayside. Yeah, here comes Lake here, Grove. Here comes the food companies. Right, everybody rolling Either in. Either that or some sort of medical uh, device company. Or, or Zwanger, sort of, Pasiri or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, Popping up in your face. Popping up everywhere. You can get tested over here. Yeah. Uh, Edgar in Georgia. What's going on, Edgar? Good morning. Hey, Good morning, Edgar. Edgar. What's happening? Listen, I'm sorry. I'm a long-time resident of New Jersey, Boomer, and uh, I get tired of you sometimes. Derogatory remarks, for example, the recent one that you just mentioned is that if there were any needles in the grass at, at the Meadowlands. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's needles in our parks, too, by the way. Uh, so I, I'm an equally offend, offender, I guess you would say, because, right. you know, unfortunately, there's there's too many needles and too many kids running into needles in parks. Now, Edgar, are you calling from Georgia like on a uh, trip or did you move down there? No, no, I, just, I, recently, I recently retired and moved down here. But, oh, you uh, left New Jersey? Wow. Why would you leave New Jersey, Edgar, since you love it so much? What about that freaking weather? You know? Yeah, no, the freaking weather sucks. The taxes suck. And the, the traffic needles. sucks. Yeah. And the needles suck. Yeah. And they just keep losing, so why should I stay there? Yeah, oh, see, well, now, you, now you're barking up my tree. Yeah, you see, look at that, Edgar, common ground. I, see, hey, I listen, by the way, listen, I, I will go to due process any day of the week. I will go down to Red Bank any day of the week. I will go to Rumson any day of the week. I mean, all Alpine, beautiful areas. Bradley Beach. Bradley, nah, <laughs> not so much. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, beautiful parts of New Jersey. Yeah, absolutely. I agree, but this is funny because I saw Edgar from Georgia defending New Jersey. The state he that left. he could not wait to and get out left. of when he was retired. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Piro, College Point, what's going on, Piro? What's up, guys? Piro, great game yesterday. Man. Yeah, what a game yesterday. Mm. Um, so listen, Matt's fight yesterday. Right after that fight, the Islanders scored three straight goals. I mean, you know, they were really pumped up. Do you think he should get his ass kicked every game? What do you think? Man, I tell you, Piero, you are uh, you're an agitator. He's an agitator, that Piero. He is. A good listener. He's a good caller. But he's a tweaker. Yeah, I'd love to run into Piero. Yeah. We, could, we could drop the gloves. Listen, Matt lost the fight, but Matt, it's okay. They, they fired up the team and they stood. Working they out. both ended up standing up and throwing haymakers at each other. This guy's like half his age and six times as tall as him, too. And he's fighting him. <laughs> right. He's fighting him. Because he know he knows the uh, the unwritten rules in the NHL. You know, yeah. you give a kid a chance. Let's go. This is your first game. Yeah. Yep. Listen, man. you didn't see him go down, did you? No. Hell no. Nope. He stood up there. You stand up in there and fight like both of them. Yeah. No way. I mean, you're talking a Piro. I mean, I got respect for both these guys. Look at but, that. But if you had to, if you had to pick a winner, obviously, you know, Matt did not win the fight. But that's okay. He's won his fair share of fights. Guy's fighting his six seven two forty. He's like eighteen years old. Come on, hey. <laughs> it's a it's a tough. That's a tall order right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. His first game. You know he's full of full of all that youthful energy. And by the way, the fans loved it. Oh yeah. You put on a show. You put on a show. You got to give them everything. Got to give them fights. You got to give them power play goals. You got to give them <clears throat> penalties. You got to you got to give them everything. Yeah, and Al was asking Peter about this in the warm-up show, like that moment when the two guys are like, all right, that's enough, and they agree upon that's enough, and it's yeah. like a look and a nod. It's a look and a nod. It's, like, it's, right, it's called enough. the respect of the game. The it's enough rules. of this. But like, what if one guy's not done and the other one is, you know? Well, so here's the thing. Neither one of these guys know each other because they've never met. 
because obviously the new guy for the Rangers is a rookie. So there's no bad blood really there. The bad blood is between the rival and within the rivalry itself. Mm-hmm. Now, if this is somebody that Matt has fought before or genuinely dislikes, then it gets a little bit more heated. Sure. And, and you can see that, but not in this case. No. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, it is a, uh, it's, a, it's a life that he has uh, carved out that's very unique in sports that he's done very, very well it's over not his e- career. Not easy. It By the not. way, Frankie out there in Ridgeville, Connecticut. What's up, really Frank? Excited. What do you got, Frankie? Hey, guys, a uh, couple things. There's going to be a Wegmans in Norwalk, Connecticut. Whoa, oh, baby, wow, let's go. This. Yes. Yep. And uh, I wanted to thank Boomer. This is a while ago, but you talk about him from time to time because you get deliveries from there and you... And you're a regular customer, but I was down in Islip a few weeks ago. Yep. And a light bulb went off in my head, and I said, I got to check out this Stanley's Bakery. And let me tell you guys, I was blown away. What'd you get? I mean, Crumb cake? Jelly donut? Uh, I got some donuts, but then the Danish blue were mm, the best yep, I thought. And then I got a small vanilla cake with chocolate icing Ooh. that was like $14. I swear the same cake would be $30 here. <laughs> probably <laughs> man probably it's yes. one of those places where you want everything yeah exactly we'll go back yeah you know frank it's that a, uh that stanley's jelly donut uh stands alone in, I'm in, in my crumb opinion cake, i'm sorry crumb so. cake no it's all great yeah. I, but see the thing about the crumb cake is like i could just get lost in that thing you know what i'm saying i yes. could end up eating way more of that crumb like there's cake. no ending exactly you yeah. just you're just cutting and cutting and cutting a little sliver here a little sliver there next thing you know you're like oh my god i ate those three quarters of this freaking crumb cake right with the jelly donut i could just take the jelly donut i could have one i could have it i could savor it and i'm good and i'm like man that was that was sent from heaven that jelly donut but the crumb cake you could get in trouble with that thing man Yep, you could. I, I mean, I, I, I could in the right frame of mind put down an entire crumb cake. Oh, you? easily, yes. Yeah. and they're thick and huge. What's the problem is, is that, like when we get it delivered here? Yeah, it's just too much. Yeah, I know, I know. Because then you want a little taste of everything. Yes. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Get Peter Schwartz back in here in a couple of minutes. It is Giant Sweatshirt. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Boomer and GL on the fan end at CBS Sports Network. Your kids have off this week, right? They sure do. That's right. So, and you're a guy, you got, you know, you got shifts this week. You got to work. So you can't go and take a vacation down and do anything. Uh, we've got, uh, we've got some plans, uh, day plans later in the week. Yeah. Cheryl took a couple of days off. So we've got some, some, some plans for later in the week. That's I'm good. working tomorrow morning down the hall. And then I got a couple of nights here during the week. So yeah, well, it's one of those things that I didn't realize was such a challenge before I had children was these winter weeks when they don't go to school and you got to find something to do during the day with the kids on long island when it's freezing and then you do the same trampoline park or they do a little like uh riverhead aquarium yeah we we, aquarium that place is nice that we go there that is a yeah that is a giannotti staple okay like that is we do that five six times a year we bring that aquarium we are going to the um billy joel um, museum uh, exhibit out in Stony Brook on There's Wednesday a Billy morning. Joel this museum, is big Billy Joel exhibit. I, I I forgot what if it's the children. It's a the Long Island the Long Island Music uh, Museum. I don't know out, out east I'd Stony to... Brook. So we're going. It's a huge Billy Joel thing going on there. Right, so we're nice. going to go check that out. Check out the Comfort Station on the LIE. Oh yeah. Right, I think I have the, my head's the still the guest, there. The guest, you do the welcome center. Yeah, yeah you do have a. Yeah. a I think I stepped on it. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like a headstone. Yeah, I'm surprised. I've seen it. I, I thought there would be more in that that little thing when they built it. You can get some coffee. You can go to the bathroom, but that's about it. I'm trying to understand why it was built in that spot because it's you're you're already like you know an hour into Long Island. That's you know, it's like, like why why isn't that closer to the Queens Nassau border? <laughs> the property cost, right? That's yeah. exactly why, right? Because yeah, you're all. I mean, you're that has to be state-owned land. Has to be. Well, yeah, you slap, or, you yeah. slap that thing right next to the Sagticos. It's a little bit cheaper than if you're uh, up there in Nassau yeah. County at exit 33. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's but it's a nice place. We've stopped there on the way out to like Tanger and things like that Just to check it out. <laughs> Go to the bathroom. Grab a drink, snack. Man, as I've said, <laughs> as I've said many times. I am in awe of your <laughs> ability to enjoy things. Yeah. And I really am jealous of that. You know, like the fact that you like, I'm like, you know, let me stop at the Long Island Welcome Center. Or let me go yeah. up to Stony Brook to the Billy Joel Museum exhibit. Mm-hmm. Or let me get in my car and drive to MetLife Stadium and put myself through hell so my children can enjoy this situation. Like, it's really remarkable. And I'm not, I'm not being facetious at right. all. Like, your ability to enjoy these things... I am jealous of. Well, yeah, it's amazing because we are, we're all three of us are Long Island guys. You and I are South Shore guys. Yep. Uh, you know, you, you consider yeah. yourself South Shore? Yeah. Nassau County, South Shore? Yeah. Yeah. Levittown area? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Originally little, from East Meadow? A little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But anyway, but the you, point keep being, for, you keep forgetting your grandmother lived around the corner from where I live now. That's exactly right on Tangle Lane. Yes. But I will say, <clears throat> Nobody does Long Island like you do. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Nobody. Every nook and cranny, every event, mm-hmm. festival, just thing that would show up on a library's calendar. Peter yeah. Schwartz is at. Try to get around. You know, there's enough 
crap that you go through in life that you have to enjoy things when they come your way, you know? True, yes. I right. Agree. So even though yesterday did not go the way for my hockey team that I had wanted it to, it was still an enjoyable experience, and I would do it again. You know, you got a point. Yeah, they call it the loser point, but, you I know. I don't care, you still got a point. You got a point, but I, you know, when you had two in your back pocket with four minutes to go in the game. Don't touch the money. I wasn't touching the money. I, there were people around me that were touching oh, the yeah. money, and I'm yep. not like, this game is not over yet. You know, I just didn't Especially like Especially with the Rangers. The Rangers have all these comebacks this and, year. And you take stupid penalties. Like and Mucinics. Yeah. Uh, so. What tanger do you go to? The one in Deer Park or Riverhead? Well, we go to the one in Deer Park more frequently, but we do make it out to the Riverhead one just to get out of get out of Dodge for a day. You know, get out there and you know walk around, go have some lunch, find some bargains, get I some mean, sneakers. So when you say you have lunch, you go into like the the food court there and have lunch. Not all the time. There's um, down the down the block from there. There's you know where Riverhead Raceway is. There's like yes. a whole bunch of restaurants down there. Nice like Panera. Places like that. Perfect. Um, yeah. That so, uh, that tanger. Sometimes they have bus full of people from Queens that come oh, yeah? out. Oh, it yeah. It blows my mind. They fill up buses and send them out to tanger, all from Queens. It's amazing. It is. A lot of, lot of places to go out there. All right, Peter. All right. Us, let's get some sports We are uh, sponsored by the Farmer's Dog, a fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. And we are also sponsored by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. So, an incredible atmosphere at MetLife Stadium yesterday. A huge crowd, 79,690, third largest crowd for an NHL outdoor game. And they watched the Rangers beat the Islanders 6-5 to in overtime. Islanders had this one under control, a 4-1 lead in the second period, 5-3 late in the third. But Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad scoring power play goals that third period to force overtime. Then Artemi Panarin scored the game winner 10 seconds into the extra session, head coach Peter Laviolette summing up the day. My environment was awesome. I mean, it was a perfect night. Ice was great. Weather was great. Two teams played hard, and, you know, they had their moments. We had our moments. Goes to overtime, and, you know, obviously with a big goal for us by Panarin, but um, it was an unbelievable night. He sounds so excited. I, I, I will say that he had his moments, and his moments came with under five minutes to go in the game. Yes. Holding the goalie and getting a two-man advantage. Five on three, basically. Yes. And then, but listen, at the same time, the Islanders had chances to get the puck out of the zone. They Again, did. They Clutterbuck did. missed an empty you know, Listen, that's tough from the other end of the ice, but that goes in. Game is over. And they can't kill a penalty. That was like so. one of his putts. The Rangers wake at seven wins in a row. They're now 5 0 in outdoor games. A big win for Mika Zibanejad, who does not need an interpreter. Mike Zibanejad and the Rangers. It's a game we've been looking forward to. Um, The atmosphere was incredible, and and, um, to win in that, that, uh, in the the way we did, was, was, uh, was incredible. So if we go back to the game-winning goal, Panarin took the puck away from Islanders defenseman Noah Dobson. Then there was a little bit of a scramble in front. The puck goes in off Dobson and Ilya Sorokin. Dobson knocked the net off. The play went to uh, instant replay, but the goal did count. Islanders head coach Patrick Waugh on the ruling that the goal was good. I don't try to, to, to make any judgment on the call on the ice. Obviously, I would prefer not trying a saucer in the middle of the ice. Instead, I would prefer CRD skating. That's what we did pretty much all night long, and, and, and we had some success. 
uh, Dobson, who had a really good game up until that point, three assists, and made that mistake and said, this one hurts. Obviously, when you have a two or three goal lead like we did, um, you got to find a way to, to get the two points and get the job done. And, um, yeah, we, we just got to be a lot better. I don't know if somebody was zipping up their pants or, or <laughs> no, zipping was, up their equipment yeah. bag there equipment in the back. Bag, yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was, that was an equipment bag there in the back. Brock Nelson had a goal and an assist for the Islanders. And for the second time in franchise history, the Islanders will host the NHL All-Star Game in the weekend. The NHL announcing during the game yesterday that the 2026 All-Star festivities will take place at UBS Arena uh, now in its third season. NBA All-Star Game last night in Indianapolis. The East over the West, 211 to 186. The 211 points by the East. That's a new All-Star Game record. Now, after the game, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver set to announce the MVP, and the, the crowd did not like the choice. And this year's 2024 Kobe Bryant MVP trophy goes to Damian Lillard. So somebody cheered, and then the rest of it was all booze. Lillard scored 39 points. Lillard, I guess they all wanted to go to Tyrese Halliburton, right? Yes, because he had a big game as well. Yes. But uh, So Damian Lillard gets it with 39 points, and he set a new, or helped the East set the new record with 211 points. Once we came out in the third, we made a lot of shots, and it was like, what's the record? You know, Everybody was asking what the record was. We found out, and then we went after it. And they got it. Jalen Brunson of the Knicks had 12 points off the bench. For the East. College basketball, we've been talking about this a lot all morning. An explosion by Rick Patino after St. John's lost to Seton Hall 68 62 at UBS Arena. Now, Patino, who came to St. John's with all kinds of pomp and circumstance, was all excited about turning around the St. John's program, but he is not having a good time coaching this team. I think I've enjoyed, even, even the Celtics when we lost, I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year but this has been the most unenjoyable experience i've had since i've been coaching <laughs> oh wow <So>. jesus <laughs> the players These kids suck yeah basically how I, does he look those players in the eyes at practice today uh, after saying that this is what i was asking Boomer before i don't know how in tune the team is oh, to everything are. that he no, said no they are because of social media believe yeah. me yeah believe me Every single one of those players got a tweet or a post yeah. that um, that have all those comments directed right at I'll, them. I'll tell you, he looks him in the eye. He's been doing this for a hundred years. He's always been the man in he's standing in front of the team, and he's probably never done something that intense. We're saying he's basically the most miserable season of his life, and this team is unathletic. Uh, this is a bit extreme, but he's going to run practice like he would normally run right, practice. But, he, but you know, again, like he's. He comes off very small here because he's the one who got rid of all the players last year and went to the I transfer agree. portal. And he, these are his guys to that me, he brought in. This kind of kind of looks like Colorado football. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. It's kind of getting thing. off. Yeah, it's a little bit. It is. It is similar. Um, but, but, if you're gonna if we're gonna sit there and criticize Dion for what he did and how he did it. And then you know Rick Pitino's right in the middle of that. No, he is, and he was losing, I guess, with dignity up until yesterday. And uh, that was a bad one. I think it's tougher to look St. John's brass in the eye, like those who paid you, those who believed in you, right. those who gave you everything you wanted and but, needed. But by the way, it's a Catholic school. 
Well, yeah, but still, I mean, wouldn't you like? Wouldn't that be a part of the whole thing? Like, you go to school there. You... Well, yeah, but he's, he's also he's also talking about the facilities. I'm like, did he expect everything to change in in one year? And I wants to play all the games in the garden, and they're going to play more. He's got games all over the place. But I he's thought he pretty... said he wanted to play UConn in Carnesecca. Uh, and do you think that they're going to let him get away with that? Like, they can sell 20,000 seats at Madison Square Garden, even though they're going to be mostly UConn fans. They're going to let him put that game? Well, I don't know. I that's... don't think the Big East will let him put that game I in. I mean, we've been up all over the place in regards to this. I mean, with new facilities at St. John's, are we playing UConn? At Carnesecca, are we playing at UBS? Are we playing at uh, MSG? What, what are we doing? Or do they build a new on-campus facility? Or just play UBS, man. UBS is a beautiful building. It is. And as I would think, I don't know this for a fact, I would think it would be cheaper to play there yeah, the than garden. to play at the Garden. And what they can do at UBS that they really can't do at the Garden is they drape off, if, they, if the game is not a huge crowd, they can drape off the top and just make it look like it's, a lower bowl, yeah. which, which they've which they've done for which some is events. Fine, whatever. Yeah. So it's just if it's, make a decision. But I know the garden, like this, this garden has like, the basketball mecca for what? I mean, it hasn't helped them out. Well, they they seem to think St. John's has always had this opinion that oh, that they don't have an on a big on campus arena because oh, we got Madison Square Garden. People want to play in the garden. I don't think it's a big deal. Maybe these kids anymore. For, maybe, well, maybe they get the Manhattanites and the Brooklynites more apt to come to those. Games. But as far as recruiting goes, it doesn't matter, especially this day and age. There's especially when you got a new arena, you know, how how, how far do you think UBS Arena but is by from the St. John's? You know, you want to talk about one of the storied basketball programs in this country is Duke. What what does their building look like, and how many people does it hold? 10,000? Right, if that much. Yep, been around so, for a very long time. Cameron Indoor. Uh, Rutgers lost to Minnesota 81-70, and the Mets today have agreed the terms on a minor league deal with Luke Foyth, so he's oh. back in the oh, system right. for a for it. Hey, you, know, you know what that is? That's back up for Pete Alonso when we trade him. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this question's for Peter and Peter only. Okay. Uh, Peter, who won the uh, Genesis yesterday out of Riviera, the PGA Tour event? Not a clue. Come on, Peter. You got to give that. That's something Jerry would give. That's a big thing. It's a big thing? It is. Yeah, I mean, this was Tiger. golf. I got to play to the audience. You know what it is? It's it's Tiger Woods' golf tournament. Yeah. But, but he's he out. The, he, he left in right. the middle of it. He didn't right. even hand the trophy over. That is that is it's correct. A, that it's a budding controversy in uh, within the PGA Tour. And not only that, Hideki Matsuyama, who won, had an incredible final round. I think he was one stroke shy of the course record. And there was a, it was a story. There's a, a lot, a lot of these like one, like you know, these course record type rounds, and I'm like, what? Why are they setting up the courses to the point where, you know, maybe they want these low scores? It's like watching the NBA All Star Game. Could be these also these guys are just really good too, and the equipment's getting ridiculous. That has something to do with it too. But I don't know. They could. I mean, that could have something to do with it. I don't know that it, do golf fans love lower scores, though. I don't. I, don't I, I, I like watching a golf where you know three to four under, like the U.S. Open wins it. Yeah. Did you see? By the way, how CBS Sports Network had graphics and video all mm -hmm. ready to go for this. Yes. Yeah. See, they see. Nice. See, they're on top of it. Don't. I they, dropped they, the ball they, on that clearly. They even have the Boomer and Geo logo in the fescue. In the fescue. Yeah. That's how on top of it they are. Yeah, I pay attention to the majors. Okay. <laughs> Well, okay. it's a, it's I know well, the Daytona 500 also got ringed out yesterday. And by the way, this is elevated. This is it, an elevated it, one. This one has been elevated by the PGA Tour. So I'm not taking any of the blame on this. Yes, Matsuyama <laughs> is going to get a $4 million paycheck. And by the way, the, the Great American Race takes place today at 4 o'clock. Yes. 
Yes, they got rained out yesterday. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's another big story. Yeah. I want to get into the Daytona 500 every year. It comes around. I'm like, I'm going to watch this and get into it, and I never do. You never do. Never do. Oh, Ever been to an NASCAR race? I have not. I have been to an NASCAR race. Of course race. you have. Of course you have. Yes. Of course you have. At Pocono. Yeah, that's not really the, a race. That that's that's more of like a road race. It's the tricky triangle. Yes. Uh, who's got the pole today? That I don't know. Joey Logano. Sure. The there you go. See, it's all right. It's okay. Now you know. Peter, Each day you, you know, come in here my, with us. We okay. are a sports show. I yeah. understand that, but you know, my brain was basically on MetLife Stadium yesterday, <laughs> and a little bit on the All Star Game last night. So, I understand. We'll see you next hour, okay? Yeah, we're going to wrap this why, up. Why don't you bring, up, uh, bring in something about Peter Lonzo's contract or something? It seems like to be <laughs> a, like make a it up? thing. Yeah, yeah, just make something. I mean, up. do people yeah. understand? I just, just, just want yeah. in regards to this. Do people understand who Peter Lonzo's agent is? Yeah, Scott Boris. And what did Scott Boris always do? He has the player play out the final year, and then he hits free agency and gets every team involved, and then takes every last dollar. So it doesn't matter what the Mets do unless they give him a. Uh, a gargantuan contract even then turned down even then <laughs> they're going to say okay if the Mets are willing to offer that someone else will so why that why they why people are even discussing it does not make any sense maybe you can come play first base for the Yankees oh jeez don't start that <laughs> come on uh, all right Peter we'll see you next hour huh yep moment it's, of the day uh, boom, moment of the day which will somehow involve you Boomer and Geo <laughs> coming to you live the Bill Ford Tough <laughs> Studio <course. laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hi, right, Boomer and Geo on the fan at CBS Sports Network. It did not come across uh, Peter Schwartz's plate over the weekend, but there was some controversy in this genesis involving Tiger Woods and also Jordan Spieth, who got kicked out of the tournament for an incorrect scorecard as he put down a bogey instead of a par, and they just kicked him right out of the thing as per the rules. Uh, so what's amazing is that they he gave himself a worse score and they kicked him yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's usually the other way around. You think you give yourself a birdie? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and they still right out of there. See, well, you know, I think the PGA should have a they automated should, they, scoring system. I, I think that they should amend that and not require the players to keep score. Just let the let the networks and the PGA Tour keep the score. Right. I mean, and so crap like this doesn't happen. Exactly. And he was one of your best players. He's one of your best players, one of the most recognizable, and he was in contention. 
Uh, just very silly. But those are the rules, and he he broke that rule, and now he is uh, he was out. But so Tiger Woods, a few holes into his second round, it ends up stopping play, and he and he nobody knows what's going on. He like walks over to this ambulance that's there, and then like he was about to get in the ambulance, and he doesn't get in the ambulance. And remember the day before when he had that shank shot. On Thursday, he talked about how his back had seized up. So everybody's like, oh, no, here comes his back again. We're not going to see him forever. And then he comes out and says that he had, didn't say the flu. He comes out and says, I was, I have been diagnosed with influenza, is what he said. He ended up leaving and going home because of it. Now, people who don't like Tiger and thought this this was bullcrap because he wasn't playing all that well and might not have made the cut. And he just, it's his tournament and he debuted his new clothing line out there this Sunday red for the first time ever. So they're thinking that he's just full of it, got out there in front of everybody, put on his, his new stuff so he could promote it, came up with this illness because he wasn't playing well and didn't want to miss the cut and made this whole thing up. I don't believe he would do that. I, I, I think that is a conspiracy theory that goes too far. I think he probably was sick. If anything, he was... Something did happen to his back that he didn't want to say, and he made up the flu thing. But I don't think that he just quit because he was not going to make the cut, and he just used the tournament to get his clothing line out there. I mean, he's no. Tiger Woods. He can promote it all sorts of ways. Right. The, the, the whole amazing thing for me was the fact that there an ambulance did show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes me think that you know he may have gotten really sick, high fever, that kind of thing. Sure. And maybe they just gave him a bag of fluid or something like that, and it calmed everything down, took some Tylenol, the fever went down. And he was okay. He Who knows? He could have had 102 fever. Could have, yeah. But I, I don't buy into the conspiracy theory. I But I do think that there was, and even the, the guys that he played with, it wasn't Patrick Cantley who said, yes, there was something off about him. Mm-hmm. And usually, like, when you or I are sick or when Jerry's always sick, we know when that happens. Yes, you could tell right away. Like, some, something's off. That You could hear it in the voice. You could see it in the eyes. You see it in the guy, the way the guy's performance. Right, sure. I so, mean, we know so every time that Jerry comes in here and he's sick, we, we, we kind of know right at that moment. Yeah. It's usually the congestion in the voice. You know, and then you look at him, sometimes his eyes become a little like they're puffy in a way and they're not completely open exactly and you're like oh man here we go here we go again here we go again with another illness (laughs) CeeLo that's our boy there he is yep that's when he was in COVID cottage Poor guy. Yep. Uh, he was uh, a... <laughs> <laughs> Severe throat clearing right there. That is some expert top level throat clearing. We've all been there. No, of course. 100%. All the time. Yes. (laughs) We we all know. Oh, my goodness. Well, we'll see Jerry back here uh, tomorrow. It'll be good to see him. Uh, Let's go to Steve in West Virginia. What's going on, Steve? Well, hi. uh, It's nice of you to take my call. The first time I've uh, ever called you. All right. Nice, Steve. What's happening? All right. So, what's happening? 
Okay, not much. I had a question for you, though. Yeah. I've never heard anybody answer this at all. I've never discussed it during all the time that the uh, tournament was on and in the couple weeks after when it was a big story. The uh, young man from Alabama that won the uh, PGA Tour tournament. Nick Dunlap, yes. Yeah, had he been a pro, he would have won about a million and a half bucks. But because he wasn't, of course, he didn't get any of the money. Mm -hmm. Well, I... I guess maybe it's the fact that you get older and you start fixating on these kind of things, but I've wondered, and I've never heard anybody say, how did his caddy get paid? Uh, you know, I'm sure his paddy did get paid. Uh, caddy did get paid. I guarantee you well, he did. Well, I'm, I'm sure, too, but I wonder by who and how. Well, I would think probably by the PGA Tour. That, that's well, what that's I would what think. I wondered. I, want, I wondered if the tour had, like, the, for lack of a better word, a slush fund that would pay caddies in that situation or if he had a family member that was caddying i never heard him say you know that's that's steve that is uh it's a very interesting question question. i I would i would think that the pga tour would end up you know making it right you know how much hideki matsuyama's caddy made yesterday four hundred thousand four hundred thousand dollars yeah, yeah four hundred thousand. Made about four hundred grand. Yeah, yeah. you're right, Four hundred thousand. Well, good for him. He's, he's got to do all the carry. He's got to read the no, pots. No. He's got to you know keep the guy in line. But I'm not. I'm not besmirching his right, okay. winnings. What I'm saying is that what we're talking about is if that caddy did not get paid because Nick Dunlap was an amateur. I mean, that's that's as much of a crime as the kid not getting paid. And by the way, Nick Dunlap did turn pro. Yes, he did. Right he after did. that, so, yeah. So and, you and know, so he had just so he could miss in time to miss the cut on this event. Yeah, well, what, what he also had to tell his Alabama teammates, "Look, I got a chance of a lifetime. I just won a tournament. They're going to allow me to go pro. I got to go pro." Yep, that is true. Uh, Wally in Huntington, what's going on, Wally? Gentlemen, how are you? Good, Wally. What's up? All right, I'm just going to talk about St. John's and the reason that they have a smaller capacity for basketball games. Years ago, when I was being recruited, they told me. But the reason the, the uh, occupancy was 6,000 they, because they didn't want to go big time. And what does big time mean? Well, first of all, they were afraid of, of betting. Tony Jackson years ago was offered a bribe, never took it, but never reported it, and was blackballed. And, then, and we, had a, we had a meet with FBI agents beginning of the, each season. Be careful who, I use, who you, um, you sell your comps to. Don't talk to people. Uh, if anybody asks you how so-and-so was feeling, don't say anything. I mean, it was, it was always they were very paranoid <clears throat> about going ahead and going big time. Hey, 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 Wally, by the way, they used to tell us that at the University of Maryland, and they told the same story uh, in the NFL when I got there as well. Don't talk to the good-time Charlies is how they uh described it these are the guys that are looking for the inside information who's heard who's not heard who's playing how significant is that injury that kind of stuff yeah that's right those guys were milling around back everywhere they're around every program right yep this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.